You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Angelscapes is your direct connection to finding your soul's power and wisdom. Hosts Nancy Smith and Mary Dalba are here in this interactive show that will explore the tools and steps you can take to create peace, calm, and confidence in your life. So please welcome your hosts of Angelscapes, Nancy and Mary. Are you looking for an opportunity to change your life? And now's the time to do it, especially this month. We're going to be talking about the planets, where they are, and how you can use them as an opportunity to really get it on, to get those changes that you want. Um, this November, um, we have a new moon in Scorpio, a full moon eclipse with Earthy Taurus, and uh, changes and transformation in your inner self all over the place. So, this is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith, and I am with Mary Dalba, our co-host and our astrologist. Yay. Yes. Hello, everyone. So exciting. How are you, Nance? I'm great. I'm great. I'm yeah. ready for the change. Ah. Yes. Yes. I mean, we have the Sunday. It's Halloween, also known as, known as Samhain. So it's uh, the veil is very thin then for folks who want to connect with their ancestors or folks who have crossed over. It's a wonderful time to sit with a nice white candle and and uh, make your favorite meal with them and just sit with them and chat with them, you know, leave a, leave a plate for them overnight. Yeah. 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 Go back. Um, think about your dad or your mom or somebody who has passed, make their favorite meal and yeah. just, you know, enjoy. This is a time to remember, right? I said this at church service the other day. This is a time to remember that we're actually souls in a progression. We started heaven. We come in here as humans. We're going through this life to get back home. Yeah. And this Halloween time is when we remember that. Mm -hmm. And um, for some people, it's very scary because we don't remember much about our spirit side. Mm -hmm. But we are here to remind you that there is a very powerful spirit side to all of life. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely true. So, yes, enjoy. Enjoy Halloween. If you're in it for the candy or you're in it to remember, whatever way, just enjoy well, it. Well, yeah, I'm in it for the candy. Really. <laughs> yeah. like, we'll talk about the spirits, but, you know, as candy. I'm going to the sales, you know. Yeah. Just, you know. I'm I'm with you, girl. I'm with you. So it's an interesting month. It's an interesting November, I have to say. Um, you know, we we already come out of the gate on November fourth with a new moon in Scorpio. Tell me about that. Yeah. So new moons are great because we can start new beginnings. So we talk about a transfer transformative month. Thank you. Um, and the amazing thing is, is that it's in Scorpio. So it's this real deep rooted going into the depths, going underneath the things, your shadow side, the things that you don't want to look at or the things you want to hide. And um, it's, you know, beginning, beginning that anew. So if you think about it, when you sit with the new moon in Scorpio, 
Um, you're going to write out goals and ideas and things that you want to grow because new moons are all about new beginnings and growth. Um, but sometimes it's like, hey, I want to understand what this part of me is, mm-hmm. is like and what I'm doing, you know, and um, it's a great time to do it. It really is in November. It's just a good time to get ready for, you know, we're coming into 2022 and it's been a crazy couple of years. So mm-hmm. let's so. Let's do some self-introspection so we can hit the floor running. Exactly. Well, not really, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not hitting any floor running. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's really important to do this work. It really, really yeah. is. Uh, I know, um, especially, I think it's really interesting when Scorpio and Halloween are together. I've always thought that was, once I started studying astrology and I said, who put those together? But it's really funny. But, yeah. uh, but it is the, the dark the darkness within um, mm-hmm. that is where you go to get the, to, to get the light. I don't know. I'm just right. talking crazy. You tell me, no, Mary, but no. yeah, I, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. That's the way you have to bring it to light. So Nancy, you're absolutely right. I, um, I, it's an intense time. You know, if you think about this time of year, it can be intense with, you know, here in new England and Massachusetts, the weather is changing. You know, we had these nice couple of days last week and then now we're all rain and blustery wind. And so it's it's the energy of having to retreat within, literally within and then within. So, no, you're absolutely right. It's coming to light because now we are starting to like go into the darker half of the year. The light doesn't start to pick up again until Yule, which is the winter solstice. So, yeah, this is this, you know, next month and a half or so. it's extremely important to go within because then, like I said, we hit the end of the year and, and what do we want for 2022? Because things have been out of control for us for a couple of years. Yeah, they have been. And, and they may, you know, we may not get in control. However, we do need to know how, well, actually the only thing we have in control is our own inner selves, our own selves. And so we build from the inner out. And so I think the past couple of years have really been telling us to go in and find out who's driving the bus inside of you and um, and I think it's been saying that to us over and over again in 2020, 2021, who's mm-hmm. really driving the bus? And right. and this month, let's get there. Right. Yeah, I love that. Now, we were talking before we came on together about Alice Cooper. And I know <laughs> I'm like nuts about Alice Cooper right now. I don't know what happened. Just started two nights ago. But uh, yeah. I love how you corresponded it though like i love how you corresponded him to the new moon in scorpio well, well i never understood alice cooper i have to say you know as a kid and listening to him and i i thought well that's kind of funny and kind of weird but um i downloaded this book it's like two and a half hours long i'm almost done and he just talks about his perspective on rock and roll i mean he's a kid from detroit i'm a kid from detroit you know mm-hmm. and um and he um their band made it really big um and probably at, at, a, at a certain time, it was even bigger than the Rolling Stones, is what, what he mm-hmm. said. But he went so deep and dark, nobody understood. Even the people in L.A. did not understand what Alice Cooper was all about. So they mm-hmm. left, and then they came back. And he was looking at this the weird part of life, the, the underbelly of, of life, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And he brought it in front of everybody. And I love the way he painted his... And, he called, mm-hmm. and I called Alice Cooper was the name of the band that he was Alice Cooper, but they painted his eyes and I so I listened to a few of his songs and he really talks about some stuff that really touches mm-hmm. inside deeply and um he has some um really good stories to tell oh my mm-hmm. god but yeah. he also he also watched a lot of people rock and rollers die Janis Joplin mm-hmm. 
um, you, all the list. All he knew all, yeah. of them. and he said there seemed to be a timeout for uh, rock and roll. Seems to their their lives would time out at a certain time, and then they would they would either overdose or usually or something like that. And he walked that path, and he told yeah. he tells he he tells a really good story, and that is New Moon and um, Scorpio. And Let's Scorpio. start crazy. Let's yeah. just start crazy. Yeah, and let's dig up all the stuff that, you know, we want to look at. I mean, that's really what he was he was saying. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of people don't think he's smart. And then he's he's actually a really smart guy. Yeah, right. And I just remember him in the first Wayne's World. So if, you know, I'm dating myself now. But if you go back to the first Wayne's World, he's in it, he's in it for a minute talking. And it's pretty wild. Yeah. 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 So and he's a very down-to-earth guy. Mm-hmm. Listening, yeah. it was like, he's come and said, well, you know, I, I like you. I could spend, let's have dinner together. I mean, he was just really, <laughs> but if we can get comfortable with that Scorpio shadow part of ourselves, we'll find out the brilliance, our own inner brilliance, yeah. as opposed to trying to get out there and light the candles all down the sidewalk and, and try to make it look good on the outside and the inside you're going, what? So, um, well, that's true. And I think, you know, one of the things you mentioned was about people, um, experiencing this life, you know, their soul and the body. And I think New Moon and Scorpio says, well, what is that soul? Like, what are we looking at? What do we need to bring up? Because, um, you know, we we do have that thing we present on the outside. You know, if we work in a corporate job, we present a certain way. If we, you know, to our families, to our friends. And sometimes it's not that you don't want to be authentic, but it can be scary. Right? to be authentic. Be very scary. Yeah. It can be scary. So now the new moon in Scorpio also is saying, well, what's, what's so scary about it? Like, let's take a look at it. So you can be you. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. We all, yeah. We all have a, yeah, we all have a, a journey. Like I said, we're, we're, that mm-hmm. we're taking that we want to take as soon as we get to the authentic self, then we're really, then we're really clicking with gas and we're, we're rubbers hitting the road. And then, um, when we're authentic, people can connect with us much easier. And whatever it is we've come here to do, it's easier to do it. It's easier exactly. to be in that in that presence. But um, there's yeah. no formula. I think Scorpio talks mm. about there's no formula. Mm-mm. Nope. And you might be surprised at what you pull up. You might be surprised at what's in the shadow. Um, you know, it can be childhood stuff, subconscious stuff. And that's the other thing with Scorpio. It's it's pulling into the, out the stuff out of the subconscious. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. It's intense. Yeah, it's I'm intense. Doing, yeah. I'm already yeah. doing the Scorpio work. It's like, holy cow. Yeah. Um, but uh, to do the Scorpio work, tools. Um, that's one thing I remembered in astrology class. Don't do it alone. It's right. swamp work. It's dark work. You can't really see there, here from there. So what kind of tools would you use, Mary, to do this work? Well, it's funny because a friend of mine and I um, actually are starting to do this book called The Artist Way, and you'll I'll make the connection. But um, one of the things that it asks you to do is to sit down every morning and write three pages in your journal. Longhand, you don't type it, you write longhand. And I her and I... Artist Way. I by the oh. way, I did do The Artist Way. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, yeah, it's Call fabulous. Me. But yeah, I yeah. recommend it. But anyway, so you write your journal. So, right. So we start off in the morning, you get up, you don't look at your phone, you grab your cup of coffee, whatever, and then you sit down, you write. And we compare, not necessarily the notes, but the themes that come up in it. And I think her and I are finding that it's like, wow, like sometimes you write, you're writing and you're not thinking um, because it doesn't want you to edit. And so you just write. And then some themes come up that you're like, oh, 
I didn't know that was still sitting in my subconscious. So I think journaling without editing, if you can't do it in the morning, if you're not a morning person, then just do it sometime, maybe before you go to bed. Um, but the morning pages kind of creates a habit for you. That's why I brought it up. Um, so yeah, I think if you journal, I think that's a really mm. wonderful thing to do. Yeah, um, yeah. But you're right. I think doing that kind of work by yourself, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I necessarily would. I mean, this can be work that you can do like with a group. It could be a work that you, um, you know, bring some of the topics to um, friends that have gone through stuff that you're finding, mm -hmm. you know, so I think it's always good to reach out to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get a close friend like you have your friend who you're doing morning pages with. Um, yeah. Get a healer. Um, yeah. You know, I, 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 I still, I have, a, I have a healer that I'm working with right now because mm -hmm. I, I hit, I felt myself hit this wall. Um, nothing wrong with hitting a wall, mm -mm. but don't do it by yourself and no. find somebody who you trust and, and an, an environment that you can let yourself go wawa on yeah. and, and, and uh, be you, you know, mm -hmm. in all of your, in all of your hangnails. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think, um, I think it's sort of scary and I know we're, we're spending a lot of time on it and this is why folks, cause it's just so important, especially now when you have the energy of that new moon and Scorpio supporting you and the time of year, like it's just kind of a perfect time to, you know, go through the filing cabinet in your mind and your brain and your heart and your soul and just start to pick out things that you're like, okay, you know, I filed that away. I thought I filed it away. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's good, good to talk about it. And again, uh, we're going to um, go on a break, but I just want to tell you guys, remind you guys, you know, it's marydalba.com or marydalba on Facebook or Nancy at Angelscapes, Nancy of Angelscapes or just Angelscapes on Facebook. But our marydalba.com is our website. Angelscapes.net is my website. And we're excellent resources. You know, if you don't want to do it alone, that's what we, our work is all about. I know readings, that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's and uh, so this is um, Angelscapes for on Bold Brave TV, and uh, we'll be right back. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick, Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to Easy sense.com and learn how with your help we can fight these horrific brain disorders that's easysense.com to learn more and help support the broderick foundation author radio show host and coach john m hawkins reveals strategies to help gain perspective build confidence find clarity achieve goals John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. 
Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And welcome back. This is Angelscapes with uh, your host, Nancy Smith, and astrologist, Mary Dalba. We are in the astrology. I can't believe it's already um, been a whole month. I can't. It was I know. that month two weeks long, or what was it? I know. <laughs> it's true. October's just so busy. It's I, I don't know if everybody else feels it's busy. I know for us, because we're doing readings and healings and all that kind of work, but October just always seemed busy to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's fabulous. Christmas is almost here. Yes. Next yes. weekend because the hol- well, it, Halloween Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so um, yeah, we went through the new moon in Scorpio, deep yeah. transformation. Now, what else is going on November 4th? And then you told me something else the next day is going on. Yeah. So there's a couple of big things going on. Venus enters the sign of Capricorn and Mercury enters the sign of Scorpio. So um, I'll talk about Venus first because we all want to know what the lovely love lady is doing. Um, so with it entering in Capricorn, it gets a little bit unemotional. Um, Capricorn sign is very businesslike, very earthy. It's an earth sign. Um, and it is um, really concerned about career, um, money, you know, fame and reputation. So Venus is mm-hmm. like, what am I doing for myself to look good? You know, but it's not physically necessarily good. It's more of how do people perceive me? How do in my relationships do people perceive me? This could be a time where folks start having conversations about um, if we've, we're moving in together, who's paying for what. It gets very businesslike almost. Um, if we're taking a trip, you know, I'll I'll pay for this, you pay for that. Um, but it also can help us in business where we're making ourselves look even better in the business world and kind of getting people's attention okay. that way. Okay. So that's great too. So if it's not a relationship piece that you're looking at, it can be your relationships at work or your relationships to money. Ooh, so that sounds like I mm-hmm. love my money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's like, all right, do we have to tighten the belt right now? Mm-hmm. Or is it time to make that purchase that we've been saving for, for two years? So Venus really, um, encourages us to do the thing that would, would hit our hearts in that like amazing way. Um, so yeah, so it's, but it is a realistic way of looking at those things. So also if you finally get a bill in from someplace and you're like, Ooh, I don't know if I was expecting that. Yeah. Venus is sort of trying to reel you in a little bit with it because it is in such earthy Capricorn. Um, so yeah, if you're trying to make moves at work, if you're trying to present yourself in a certain way or going for job interviews during this time, that'll also do it. You know, you'll have to be mm-hmm. ready to just talk in a way that is, um, not so emotional, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There was a, uh, um, what was hitting me with that one is, um, am I doing what I love to make my money? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. And that's something to really look at. If you're not feeling that, then what is it that you need to do that you love and how do you get there? Because Venus will also help you plan that. Right. Well, I was just saying I did my third quarter pull up Mm -hmm. and, um, and, uh, and, you know, it makes you humble to see, you know, I worked that hard for that. And, um, 
and what your goals are, what you want to do. And I, I kind of took a look at what, well, I mean, I'm just not going to tell you my whole private story, but you took okay. a look at what I did and what of it was made me happy and what of it did not make me happy and was the outcome money equal to the effort that I put in or, or mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, um, so this would be a real good time to do a pull up at the kind of the end of the year about your money and your love for yeah. Not your love for money. I mean, obviously, but <laughs> yeah. we create from abundance. We create where our abundance that we create comes from our joy in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Usually, but yeah. So I, so I, I love that you mentioned that, Nancy. If you don't mind me, kind of jumping on that too. I think when you are in a state of things, you're excited about something. I mean, you could be nervous, but you're excited and you're looking at it with joy and like, I'm going to take this next step. And it's like, I'll give you an example. Um, A friend of mine really wants to start a business and we were kicking around business ideas. And I said, well, I mean, that's great, but you have to look at this piece and this piece and then insurance and this piece. And, um, but it was a great conversation about what he would love to do. So how to do what he loves and, and how to do it. And when you kind of come from that place of like excitement, you'll start to notice that, um, opportunities start coming your way because you're sort of sending that joy and that excitement out to the universe. And I know people talk a lot about law of attraction and and sometimes it's like, well, why isn't that working for me? I'm trying the law of attraction. The biggest thing is to create that happiness or that joy that that's what, that's what pulls in things that you're looking for. Law of attraction doesn't exactly work if you're fearful or I don't know, or I'm not confident or it, it doesn't go with the lower vibrational stuff. You have to raise the vibration. And sometimes raising the vibrations is simply a matter of um, I'm, this is this is making me anxious. Um, you know, this business decision is making me anxious. But I know that when I get to the other part, I will feel good. So you focus on I will feel good when I get there. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not, you know, do you see what I mean? It's like you're totally, totally. Yeah, that, as opposed to because um, I, I am one that tends to go, oh, my God, how mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. oh, my God, will delay what I'm doing for a little bit until I start to get that inspiration and saying, you know, but when it's done, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And so that excitement sends it out there. So I'm curious to see if people try that, especially with Venus um, in Capricorn. And I also will say this is the second time this year that Venus has been in Capricorn. Venus was in Capricorn around the February timeframe. Really? Wow. Yep. So, yeah. So think back to that time, how you were feeling in February of this year, if anything happened in business. I know sometimes I can't remember breakfast the day before, but, um, <laughs> you know. That's um, why journals, your journals. Go yes. back to those three pages. Go back to last February. Exactly. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And and it'll tell you kind of where your energy was. And that might be a good time to see where this energy is, too. Um, uh, and side note, Venus is going to go retrograde right near Christmas time, folks. We'll talk about that next month, but yeah, yeah, we'll talk. Don't, be careful if, if you know people that are going to get engaged around that time because I could get a little dicey. So maybe no Christmas Eve engagements this year. Right. Yeah. Might not turn out the way that you're thinking it's going to turn out. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll talk about that more. I just wanted to give people a heads up before they went out and bought bought the diamond. Wait, um, wait till when is it out of retrograde? <laughs> Maybe wait till Valentine's Day. Yeah. Is that you... Well, right around um, mid January. So it's gone. Okay. it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Valentine's Day. It's better Valentine's Day. You're right, Nance. Or President's um, Day. But, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That would be a surprise to someone. <laughs> When'd you get engaged, President's Day? <laughs> 
I love it. And I'm engaged um, on Labor Day. Oh. And Labor Day. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so then the other thing that's happening on the same day is Mercury entering Scorpio. Mercury is a planet of communication. It's um, commerce. So buying and selling things, your travel, any kind of travel, car, plane, train, bus, um, boat, you know, whatever. And um, uh, yeah, so commerce, travel, I'm forgetting. Oh, communications, right? All of that. So when it's in Scorpio, there will be, we know we talked about Scorpio a little while ago. It's intense. It's like digging deep. It wants the truth to come out. So you may find that Mercury and Scorpio is going to have a lot of truth coming out of people's mouths, or um, it's going to have things that need to be said. Um, it gives you that time to explore the mysterious. Um, you may travel someplace where you're, you know, checking out something that's going to help you grow. Mm. Um, yeah. So Mercury and Scorpio is, um, it also can be very passionate, sexy speech. So I will just let everybody's imagination go wild there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so so we got the new moon in Scorpio and the yeah. next and then and then like the next day Mercury's in Scorpio. We got a lot of Scorpio energy. Scorpio energy. Yeah. This yeah. Which, so it's uh, hence the month of transformation, but it is. And it's intensity and it's the truth telling, the fact finding, the because if we think about the the sign of Scorpio overall, these are the detectives, the psychologists, um, the people who research and dig up information. These would be the people that would go into years and years and years and years ago um, information and try to pull up that information and find it. The researchers, um, you know, it can also be that things like crimes might be solved during that time Ooh. because someone talks because the truth is really important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it does. And Scorpio doesn't mind walking into that underworld energy. So it doesn't mind that. And also, if you want a mediumship reading or you want to talk to your dead, you know, you have Halloween slash Samhain. But you can also do that on November 5th because Mercury is entering Scorpio and the communication can be stuff that's um, with the dead. You know, it's it's psychic. It's mediumistic. So good time to see someone if you're looking for a reading. Um yeah, but it's it's just going to be intense conversations. And like All I said, right, truth, yeah. truth. Yeah, because Scorpio is also no, no BS. Um, if you all, all right. know it's Scorpio out there, my brother's a Scorpio. There's no BS. He can just see right through you. No BS whatsoever. And he's so, also, he's a police. He's a detective. Yeah, he's, he's a detective. detective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's perfect. a perfect, perfect job for him. Perfect. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's you know, I'm going to get to the truth. Um, so if you try to lie to someone during this time, I, I just wouldn't bother because it's they're going to dig at you um, and dig down to get it. So but mm. it's good because you get the truth and you get, you know, how people feel and the intensity around that. So it can be very positive in that yeah, way, yeah, too. Yeah. 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 So travel. No, I won't go there. Never mind. Something popped into my head um, I, just because of a medium. Never mind. <laughs> but just, <laughs> travel to the other world. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Traveling yeah. to the other world. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, it, it, absolutely. You can travel into that, uh, you know, the hidden spaces, the occult spaces. Um, Nancy with the Akashic Records. Oh, my God. What a time to do that. You know, absolutely. it'd be terrific. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so travel. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's it's other dimensions. Mm -hmm. so yeah. That's where I was going. Other dimensions. I love it. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. That's a great observation. Awesome. 
Yeah. And then um, we also have November 8th. So a lot going on in the first few days of November. Um, an asteroid or a minor planet called Pallas, which is Pallas Athena, goes direct in Pisces. So Pallas went retro. We talked about this in July. Pallas went what we call retrograde back July 14th. And in the sign of Pisces, it was very, it's watery. It's, um, you know, very dreamy and spiritual and all that. Now let me explain about Pallas. Pallas Athena was a goddess that was great at negotiation and communication, but she was also great at the battle and war. So, you know, you, what she would do is she would try to bring people to the table to negotiate with them and talk with them and communicate and work it out. And if that didn't work out, she would be like, okay, I got my sword. Let's get it on. Right. So this, <laughs> right. So this is a time that we um, might've went within and thought about kind of what are our own battles we were fighting or battles that we didn't want to get in with other people. How are we going to handle that now? It's like, okay, we can go to, we can go, um, go into our spirituality, go into those communications, go into those kind of challenging things because we have the spirit of Pallas Athena supporting us and she's a strong, strong planet. So if you need to talk to someone about something, if you want to get to the bottom of things mm -hmm. or just feel the spiritual, like Pallas is going to help you out with that. I love that. That's just yeah. very, very nice energy moving yeah. with all this other heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to go on a break and, I wanted to remind everyone, this is, we're on um, boldbravemedia.com. We're also on Bold Brave TV. And you can find all of our previous shows um, on in any podcast outlet, but also um, on boldbravemedia.com. Um, there is a, a, a series of archived things. Well, of course, and also on YouTube, go to Bold Brave TV, and you'll see a playlist, an Angelscapes playlist. Mm -hmm. So uh, definitely... It's worthwhile going back and um, listening to some of the older shows, learn learn some things. Uh, Mary is available, marydalba.com or mary at marydalba.com. And you can almost find her um, on Facebook, Mary Dalba is the whole theme here. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I would, you know, think about this, getting, um, it's, it's coming to the end of the year and she could do, you know, uh, your, your next year's yep. astrology chart. I think that's a really good gift to give yourself either on your birthday or at the new year. So we're mm -hmm. going to um, take a break. This is Angelscapes. We're your hosts, Nancy Smith and Mary Dalba, and we'll be right back. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality, but it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating? Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like... I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? 
Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela D. Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults, Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. Podcasts and transcripts of The Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com, plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help, Hope, and Support for Caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com. And welcome back. This is Angelscapes with Nancy and Mary. We're doing the uh, getting ready for November's astrology and um, want to remind you to, um, to take a look at boldbravemedia.com or boldbravetv.com. Find our old shows any in any podcast station because we've been talking about some really cool stuff. We have. And, uh, and there's a lot to be learned here. Yes. So, Mary, let's take it away. What What's next? Okay, so November 14th. We have the minor planet or asteroid of Juno entering Capricorn. So remember, we talked a little bit about Capricorn with Venus. Juno is going in the same place. Now, who is Juno? Why do I care about Juno? Juno is the um, ever-suffering wife of uh, Jupiter, and that is in the Roman side. So if you go to the Greek side, it's Zeus and Hera. Um, so we think about Zeus um, Jupiter, same, you know, same thing. The biggest planet, the biggest god, the gods of gods, you know, the one who was the head person in charge. Well, he was a bit of a player, you know, and then, he, but he was married. And so Juno is like the wife. It, Venus is the person that you're dating and sort of, you know, you get yourself looking amazing for that date. Juno is the person you roll over the next morning and look at like, Oh, I'm I'm with this person, you know. Um, so oh, wow. I always say it's the where the rubber meets the road. It's like when you're in that relationship, it's it's not all the you know perfume and and lipsticks. Um, it still can be, but you know, not like the first time out usually. But Juno and Capricorn really is making commitments and relationships stronger. Um, it's making partnerships stronger. Um, you are looking at, you know, what how is it working for you? in a practical way. So it's almost like the blinders get removed a little bit um, or the rose colored glasses. And you're looking at how is this relationship? How are we compatible? Like, you know, it's a little bit of that practical side of it. Um, and again, in things with work and partnerships like that, how are you creating longstanding partnerships? Because mm -hmm. um, Juno wants the sustainability. It's not like the dating hit or miss. It's really like, how do we plant our roots now? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. Juno, Juno really wants us to be committed. Um, and that's the things we're going to look at when Juno enters Capricorn, because Cap Capricorn is no like fuzzy, you know, fuzzy, wuzzy, emotional. Capricorn is show me the money, show me the reason, show me why. Don't cry in front of me like that. Let's just talk it out because I need the, the practicality of it. So, um, so let's talk about this. November 14th. So November 5th, Venus enters to Capricorn. Right. And then November 14th, Juno enters Capricorn. Yeah. So there's a transition in relationships and how you're relating to things, possibly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it has to do with um, money and love um, and, you know, those long-term partnerships. You know, because you think about it. Yeah, it's not just relationships that you make long-term partnerships with. You know, there's partnerships at work. 
Um, there's partnerships with like just vendors that you use. Say you go to the same mechanic all the time. That's a long-term partnership sometimes. And some of those things can shift. Now, I don't know if your mechanic is somebody that you, you know, really love, but it can be something like that where it's like, well, is this really working for me doing this for my life, doing this for my, the things that I value? It may not be. And that could be what comes up. Um, it can also be if you have a partnership, especially around money, like mortgages and, mm. um, you know, things like that, where you have long term loans and, and stuff like that. It's where you're creating those partnerships. And um, yeah, so Juno's asking us to take a look at it. And then Venus is like, oh, yeah, I'm here, too. Hey, how about we look at all of it? Um, so, uh -huh. yeah. Okay. November could be a little interesting as far as the long-term yeah. partnerships go. Just yeah. don't get engaged over Christmas. Over Christmas, yeah. That's just saying, good, <laughs> but you can hang out for a little bit. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But it is also really wonderful, like, if you're trying to get more serious with someone or something, um, that solidifies it because Capricorn right. is very grounded. So it can start a really nice um, foundation for things, too. Well, yes, I could see business-wise, I've been you've been flirting around with this this project, you've been flirting around with this concept, and boom, you you, yeah. you love it, boom, you've hit it, you you own it. You yes, so it sounds exactly so very positive. Exactly. Um, so then next we have Vesta again, another minor planet entering the sign of Sagittarius, fun-loving, adventurous Sagittarius. Not that you and I know anything about that, Nancy, because we're Sages. <laughs> um, and Vesta being a minor planet, Vesta is the Vestial Virgin. Um, if you think about, again, you know, a lot of astrology comes from mythology um, and those right. stories. So Vesta was, um, had her Vestial Virgins in the temples and they always kept the sacred flame going. And the reason why is when people came back from battle or if they were away for a long time, they would come to the temple, light the sacred flame, bring it back to their home and then light the sacred flame in their home. Mm. So Vesta really is asking us to look into what is our sacred flame, what sparks us, what fires us up. Mm. And with the sign of Sagittarius, it's like no mm -hmm. holds barred. There's no wow. limit. There's no, um, you know, there's nothing to cap you really into finding that. So again, if we go along with the transformational theme, which definitely November is, um, you know, what is really sparking you right now? What is, what are those things that really make you happy? Um, and how are you going to keep that sacred flame going? And, you know, mm -hmm. for some people, it may be, um, you know, if you're working on art, you continue to practice it every day. If you're working on mediumship, you do practice readings for people. If you're, um, you know, have an exercise program that you want to do, what's really firing you up about that? And um, how are you going to practice it? So this is a lot of looking into what is important to you and what really gives you that spark to get out of the, get out of bed every morning. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is a really good, and Sag again is no limit. This is a really great time to look at this because Sagittarians um, can be known to, to go into excess. I am never guilty of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but just expansion, it's going to expand things. It's going to yeah. make you look at it. Like, what do I do next? Right. Um, yeah. Nice. So nice. super fun, nice. super fun. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then three days later, November 19th, is the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. So we got an eclipse, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've got an eclipse. Yeah. And eclipses, when it's a full moon eclipse, um, 
this is what what makes it intense. So full moons are already heightened energy. Um, they are endings. Um, they are change. Um, now you add a lunar eclipse into that, it makes it more intense. So not only the usual full moons, whoever experiences full moons out there, like I had a couple of people say to me last month, like, oh, the, the full moon in Aries was crazy. And I agree. It was heightened energy. Yeah. Um, but now with it being in Taurus, it is all going to be about your um, money, your possessions, um, what you work at, you know, how you gain that money. Um, it can also be looks and, and um, you know, things that you find of beauty, but it can also roll into relationships too, because Taurus mm -hmm. can be very, um, like once they plant their roots, the Taurus, you know, they're the bull. Once they plant their roots, that's, they're stubborn. Um, but with a full moon lunar eclipse, it may be like, well, we're changing this for something different. Um, maybe we're committing more and maybe we're not committing. It's, it really does bring things to an abrupt ending. Um, and also because of that extra heightened energy, people may be, um, having like emotional outbursts, like upsets. It could be a, you know, like arguments and, um, you know, then the next day you'll step back and go, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so that's, <laughs> oops, sorry. Um, yeah, so that's what's really important. When there's a full moon, it doesn't mean you can't go out and interact with people, but just know if you're feeling like, you know, you got that mm, like yeah. energy to you. What's happening? Like, what's going on? Take a second before you let things fly out of your mouth. Um, so yeah, um, heightened, heightened energy times, you know, 10 because 10, of that winter yeah. eclipse. Yeah, the eclipses are really like, definite endings. Um, but you know, if you think about it, it sounds negative, but on the other hand, some, we, every ending has a new beginning. Yeah. So it's an, it could be an ending of necessity. That's mm -hmm. painful because you've been holding on to it really hard because you're stubborn, right. but it, it's being wrenched out of your hands and there's emotions there. There are. There are. The, the control is no longer yours because uh -huh. it, it's not serving you anymore. No, no. So I, I, I say that to people to um, just care for themselves during a full moon. Um, sometimes you can't sleep with full moon and, and um, because it's in Taurus, your mind may be working towards like, well, what am I going to do about money? What am I going to do about, you know, where I'm living? And what I usually do when I can't sleep, it, it's my go-to guys, but I journal because what I want to do is just get it out of my mind and onto paper and just, you know, get it off my subconscious. Good idea. Yeah, just get it off your like your body, your physical, because the thoughts lodge in your body. Um, so I usually get up and I'm like, all right, let me journal this down. And then I go, OK, I'm spent and then I can go to sleep. So I suggest that for folks, too, because the full moon may, you know, keep you up. Um, uh, there's okay. a there's um, there's a meme on Facebook that shows the full moon and it says feeling cute might drive people crazy later. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it it will, it will. But um, I think in good ways, it can it can give you a bunch of energy to just make a change. Yeah. And um, you know, with life, there's always change. Uh, you know, focus an ending, the energy, focus yeah, it, focus yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. New, be, you know, an ending brings a new beginning. So. Perfect. Um, and then of course November 21st we change over from Sun in Scorpio to Sun in Sagittarius. Yay! Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so the party starts. The heavy stuff is kind of waning. You did your yeah. work. Now we're gonna go. Yeah. 
call call us we're the girls right <laughs> we're gonna make it fun but that's that's what it is like the, this is a time of celebration and joy and seeing people and the magic and the miracles of this time frame and um so it's fun the gatherings happen during this time um you know seeing old friends and and just enjoying yourself so yeah it's it it makes things fiery and joyful. Um, so you should really take advantage of that energy, especially coming off sun and Scorpio. It's going to be like, all right, let me breathe. Yes, thank let you. Let me breathe. Yeah. yeah. I'll go get a drink. We all need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. We're going to, you know, talk about ending this thing on a happy note. And this is, uh, angelscapes, um, with Nancy and Mary, bold, brave media. Um, and Angelscapes on any podcast outlet, and we'll be right back. The opiate epidemic has reached crisis levels, and with so many families affected by addiction, opiate-related drug overdoses, and death, the time is now to have a real constructive conversation about addiction that could lead to better prevention, treatment, and recovery. Alan Charles, author and keynote speaker on drug abuse and prevention, presents The Alan Charles Show. Alan brings a message of hope, sharing his unbelievable story of surviving a 24-year addiction to cocaine and and highlights from his memoir, Walking Out the Other Side, an addict's journey from loneliness to life. His raw honesty and courageous heart breaks the stigma of addiction and offers a unique perspective into the mind of an addict. Join Alan each week as he brings his listeners to a true understanding of the grip of addiction. It is only with this understanding that we can begin to heal. The Alan Charles Show, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. And welcome back. This is Angelscapes with Nancy Smith and Mary Dalba, and we're doing the astrology. Um, and we did have a question about talking about All Saints Day after the mm -hmm. day after Halloween. Yeah. Um, well, that's a that's a big day too. Yeah, that's a big day. I think there's a lot of celebration, especially in the Catholic or the Christian faith, around the saints. You know, all the saints have their feast days, um, but right. November first is all about you know all honoring them. all of them. All of them. All, and all, all Souls Day, too. The Souls yeah. progression through life. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. usually November 2nd. And then, you know, in the Mexican tradition, um, there is the Day of the Dead, which is usually celebrated November 1st and November 2nd. So um, that is celebrating our ancestors. Also, a lot of feasts go on in, go on in Mexico for that. Um, you know, people celebrating folks that have crossed over. And uh, same thing with the Catholic tradition, All Souls yes, Day. Absolutely. Yep. We celebrate those folks that go have crossed mass, over. It's a holy day. We go, we go mm -hmm. to mass and um, offer prayers to yep. 
or guidance from mm-hmm. our from the saints and angels, but also from the loved ones that their progression to heaven is unhindered. Right. I know that kind of thing. But um, you know what it reminds me of? Do you ever do you remember the Disney movie? Um, I think it's Night on Bald Mountain. No, uh, no, it's, it's it's like why don't people? It's it's uh, unless I have the title wrong, but it's this big scary dark mountain and all of this lightning's going on, and then this big horned demon comes out and all the devil, you know, yeah. and, they, and, they, and they wreak havoc in the graveyards and everyone's scared until the sun comes up. Right. After after All Hallows Eve. And it's the dawn. And then you have these trail of people singing Ave Maria. And they mm. all have little lanterns. It's the return of the of the light. Yeah. And it's just, it's just beautiful. So you're going through, to me, it always meant you're going through the fear of death mm-hmm. and into the realization that it's, it's birth, not death. That's right. what I always took it as. But. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the Wiccan tradition... You know, Samhain is the death of the, the the Lord, you know, because he gets reborn as the light um, on the winter solstice. So it's interesting how these different um, faiths, philosophies, religions kind of have their own special things around the same time. You know, because we have all saints, all souls. We have the Day of the Dead. We have these things where we're honoring our dead. And I think that's, you know, really important if I can step over to the side a little bit about what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our ancestors are the ones that really blaze the trail for us. So um, a lot of my learnings and teachings is around how do we communicate with our ancestors in addition to all the spirit guides and saints and angels and whoever you believe in on the other side, the ancestors are part of that. And they're really your front line of um, help and guidance. And because, you know, they have a, they have a vested interest in you. You know, their blood, sweat, and tears created the road for you to walk down. Absolutely. Yeah. And now Absolutely. our blood, our blood, sweat, and tears are creating it's the road for, for the next for generation. Yeah, yeah. So, so honoring the ancestors is really honoring ourselves. And mm-hmm. and this, and I want to talk about. Um. Um. I I just want to respond to Capstone. He said Halloween was the last night. Recently, departed spirits poke fun, causes havoc for the last time because the next day they're leaving on All Saints Day, which is. <laughs> Is it's, it's kind of true, but um, uh, I also wanted to talk about a beautiful time to get mediumship. You know, to work with mediums, mm-hmm. to get mediumship to really, um, if if you're really drawn into um, that whole progression or things are happening in your life around Halloween, it's not just about the candy and something comes up. Right. Great time to reach out to a medium. And then since we talked about um, Mercury or whatever it is in, the, yeah. in those first week of first couple of weeks in November, the veil yeah. will continue to be. Then, so please do reach out. Yeah, because that's the scorpionic energy. That's part of it. And then also capstone, you said. I think one of the interesting things about that is this is why people used to dress up and wear masks. The lore is is that if you dressed up, then the, the spirits couldn't get you. Because they couldn't tell who you were because you were wearing a mask and a costume. So that's sort of a lot of where it came from. Oh, you're hiding from. Yeah, you're yeah. hiding from those, those bad spirits. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting you know, what the lore is. And, um, but it's, it's very, it's a very sacred, I feel it's a very sacred time, no matter what faith you're, you're looking at. It's a very sacred it's time. time. It, it yeah. is a acknowledgement of, of the death. And I just want to thank Capstone for answering yeah. some very good questions. Very, very yeah. good questions. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we were talking about sun and Sagittarius, fun time, lighter time, you know, we're coming off all that scorpionic energy. And again, I honor our Scorpios because they help us find what's really 
you know, pushed under and dug deep in us. But then the Sages are like, let's party. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's luck. It's expansion. It's growth. It's um, it's a time of joy. Um, so, you know, you may spend a little too much during the holiday season. That can be a little bit of a danger, but, um, it also gets you really social and out and seeing people and doing some really fun things. So, uh, take advantage of that energy. Um, and then this year too, we, we were kind of not out last year. I remember having to drop right. my, at my son's house, the gifts off, and then we would get on zoom this year. We were, have more freedom. I mean, we still yeah. have to be careful, but we have more freedom. Take it really take advantage of it or just jump in. Um, exactly. It's been a long time coming. Exactly. So we have a exactly. lot to celebrate this year. You know, totally. Anyway. Totally. So it's, it's great. So that it's nice, like kind of coming into the year is end with uh, the sun and Sag and that happens every year. I know someone's probably thinking, well, doesn't that happen every year? Of course, but it's sometimes the energy of the world can influence what's happening astrologically and vice versa. So joyful time. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. So, um, you had also Mercury goes in Sag on right, not that just a couple of days later, a couple of days later. So Mercury usually spends about three or four weeks in, um, its sign unless it's retrograde. Um, we just got over Mercury retrograde, so I won't bring up, you know, Mercury retrograde cause we're not going into Mercury retrograde. No, no. Um, but Mercury goes into Sag. So there's a lot of like fun, um, communications and singing and, um, really like just telling people how you feel about them and using your words and your ways of communicating to create happiness and joy. Um, you know, Mercury, it could be some traveling to something fun um, or somewhere fun or somebody fun. Um, so at some point, a few days later, Mercury is actually going to get close to um, the sun. So okay. yeah, there'll be a lot of um, November 28th. So I think Thanksgiving is right around that weekend. Um, so yeah, you can have some, you can really have some fun and some great communications with people. Um, you know, you may get the gifts you're looking for, that kind of thing. Um, you know, Nancy and my birthday is in December. Uh, just, We're just gonna go shopping together. Mary. That's right. <laughs> exactly, but but I think that's the thing. It's it's just a lightness um, that comes into the month of December. So. Yeah, that's the thing that really you should think about is how do I cap off this year with a lot of joy, happiness, joy, yeah. freedom. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and so when you focus on celebration, I would say focus on that. Yes. Um, you know, you um, we may not have the wherewithal to buy the gifts that we did a couple of years ago for right. a lot of families, but I feel like bringing light, bringing joy, uh, thinking of gifts that, that lighten people um, mm -hmm. up, lighten each other up, remind each other that life is beautiful i think that's that's um something to think about going forward mm -hmm. um and remember that um we want to bring out gifts that heal us right now this is we're really healing right now so that would be and fun is healing yes so, yeah so we're coming to the end of the show um this has been really a lot of fun um doing this and do you have any last thoughts for this november coming up i i think if you take some time to reflect then the payoff is going to be the joy that you receive in, in December. So do the work, do the work, do the work. Do the work. Wonderful. And I just want to remind everybody to, to look for, this is a great time to get an Akashic reading with me at angelscapes.net or Nancy of angelscapes on Facebook. Reach out to me. Um, I have, and I do have a couple um, specials going on if you just want to check in and check out, but keep, 
the flow going by, you know, through mediumship, through Akashic Records reading, through astrology. And, and look for me at angelscapes.net. I have a um, brand new website up that ex- goes deep in explaining different things. It's a lot of fun. People have been having fun reading. Oh, that's what you do. You do that, too. I didn't know you did that. So <laughs> just check it out and um, and ask questions, as always. And then stay tuned for Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we're going to have um, healer Patty Shaw is coming on. She's a, she's a beautiful healer, um, and she has a lot to say about healing, which is perfect timing during this season of transition. So we're going to um, want you to remember to use your tools, mm-hmm. stay empowered with your soul, make sure that you're consciously driving your bus, not unconsciously driving it off the road, and and find joy <laughs> this month. And Mary, you want to have any less words? No, I'm just excited to see you next week, everyone. All right. Take care. Yeah. And be well and be safe. Bye-bye. This has been Angelscapes. Tune in each week as Nancy and Mary discuss ideas, tips, and lessons to help you receive divine love, joy, and soul power in your life. You can discover the powerful being you really are right here on Angelscapes with your hosts, Nancy and Mary. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.